everybody, and welcome back to Lost in Plots. My name is Corey, and I am joined today with some very special friends from Team Owlcrate. Last weekend, we attended a super fun event in Charleston, South Carolina called Y'all Fest, and we just wanted to come in today and kind of share our experience with you because we had a blast. Agreed? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right, so we just kind of wanted to like recap the weekend. If you didn't know, uh, or if you didn't listen to our previous podcast, Y'all Fest is a young adult literature festival, get it, Y'all Fest, in Charleston, South Carolina over a weekend, and it is packed full of all of the biggest uh, YA authors in the world, essentially. <laughs> um, and uh, there's meet and greets, we had a dinner, there's book signings, there's panels, there's all sorts of fun. Maybe let's start with, Jordan, what was your favorite part of the weekend? Is it cheeky to say dinner with friends? Absolutely, but let's explain dinner with friends, shall we? So uh, we had Kendara Blake on the podcast back in September, and we'd mentioned that we were going to Y'all Fest, you and I, and that we'd see her there. Post-podcast, when I sent the thank you, Kendara was like, what if we do like a dinner? And I was like, let's do a dinner. Who do we know who would <laughs> like to have dinner with Owl Crate? And Kendara, Kendara was like, duh, everyone. And from there, uh, we, we didn't generate a guest list so much as we were like, hey, would you like to come hang out with us? And it culminated in everybody's going to have to help me remember everyone because there's so many folks <laughs> who showed oh up. Oh my gosh, so many people. But we had it at this lovely event space in Charleston that did a sit-down family-style Italian dinner. And it was just lovely to be able to sit down and speak with folks. But Kendara was definitely there. Melissa Albert, um, Adeline Grace. Everybody help me out here. Stephanie Garber, Ashley Boston. Margaret Owen. Yeah. Rachel Griffin. Uh, Alexandra Munir. Yeah. Yes. It was so great. Adeline Grace. Did we say Adeline? Oh, yes. Adeline. It was very, very fun, though. Um, and we just got to, it was like a really chill evening. Like, it was just kind of people. You know, we had some people who we didn't know were coming would just show up. And it was just so lovely to, uh, I think my favorite part was when Margaret Owen showed up. Um, Margaret goes by, in her personal life, a different name. And I so I didn't know who she was when she sat down. And I was like, fine, this is cool, whatever. Everybody's welcome. And then it was kind of like a light bulb going off when I realized it was Margaret Owen. I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> that was actually a very unexpected but amazing guest to have. Yeah, I think she was like just in Charleston by chance for like one evening. I don't think she was even like at Y'all Fest as far as I think. Don't don't quote me on that. Um, and then just it just happened to work out that she got to come say hello. So if I remember correctly, I believe that she was on a layover and met Kendara at the airport. And Kendara was like, hey, come to dinner, which is exactly <laughs> the vibe that we wanted from that evening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's welcome. And the food was fantastic, too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think one of the best parts was being able to take home all the leftovers. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. The leftovers were keeping us happy for days. <laughs> we should not admit to the authors that, that it emailed us back after we said thank you with, like, God bless that honey pizza. Yes. <laughs> we shouldn't admit that we took it home and ate it at, like, midnight. I Even worse, I came home after we went out for cocktails with Kendall and I ate a slice of that cold and it was delicious. <laughs> I definitely had some of those potatoes cold for breakfast one morning. Salad was delicious. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about Dinner with Friends as well is that, as we know, the authors are very much in work mode, very on for the whole weekend. And I feel like one of the biggest feedbacks we got was that they were just enjoying their time. Like just actually being able to have Dinner with Friends, funny enough. Yeah. And relax. And we didn't take a load of content because that's not really what we were there for. We took a little video, which you might have seen on Instagram, and we were just all just relaxing and chatting about 
books, our lives, and the food. And it was great. Yeah, it was it was so much fun. What about you, Teresa? I had so much fun. I sat next to Melissa Albert, and I basically spent, I think, 45 minutes talking about Narnia with her, which is like a very niche, like very niche parts of Narnia, too. And that was really, really fun, because it's always really cool to get an author's perspective on like what we consider classic books. I sat next to Ash Poston. Ashley Poston was kind of like a great history with her because she was our first owl, live owl babble ever, like the ones we do on Instagram. Ooh. And I was just telling her about, because it was Karina and I doing it the first time, and we were so nervous, which is so funny to me, because now that kind of thing, I just don't get nervous for that kind of thing anymore. But back then I was like, it was horrible. I was so nervous. Me, both Karina and I, and Ash had come on to that live, and she was like dressed up in like cosplay, and it was just like so <laughs> vivacious and bubbly, and just made it like, oh, okay, this is going to be a fun thing to do. This was like back in the day when nobody was doing Instagram Live with authors, and so we were like, oh, this is scary, but... It was amazing and it was nice to be able to catch up with her kind of in person and uh, me and uh, her and Adeline Grace nerded out about manga and anime for a long time so that was great. Sophie what was your favorite moment the All Fest weekend? Oh my gosh it's hard. I'm gonna say probably just going around and seeing some of the authors whether it be like at their signings or before their panels and just being able to have a little chats with them and it's also really weird when authors recognize you now and know who you are. That's also a bit strange, but very welcomed. I felt very popular. I also really loved that. I feel like this would probably be a Teresa favorite thing, but just being able to see Teresa communicate with some of the authors about like the things curation were doing was really, really fun for me. Just because they were getting really excited about like, for instance, like Cassie Clare and Teresa got to talk to her about Swordcatcher and how much she loved our edition. And I was just like, yes, go creation, curation. It was just like, it was really, really fun. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed that a lot, especially since with a lot of these like authors, I've worked with them before, but I've never really communicated with them face to face. Like it's never been like a super personal connection in that sense. So being able to actually like approach them and talk about the books that we've been working on with them, it's just super cool. And all of them were super friendly and I wasn't intimidated at all. That's a lie. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, you weren't? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'd be so happy for you if you weren't. But... <laughs> by Saturday, by Saturday afternoon, I feel like me pushing you at authors, you were just like, okay, this is my life now. In a loving way. I did it in a loving way. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting, Teresa, because like I've been lucky and Jordan and Sophie have been lucky in different ways where we've interacted with authors quite a bit outside of work I mean Jordan it was work but you know what I mean um <laughs> so like for us it's like it's pretty normal to see an author in a lot of in a lot of um circumstances but for you you've never really been to one of these things before right yeah and I got the hired on during the pandemic so it was mm. like you know seclusion for a long time so this was like actually my first time meeting authors in person other than Samantha Shannon but that was like during like a local meet and greet so also this is the first time you're meeting sophie and jordan in person <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so, which was an experience <laughs> well actually shall I, sorry shall i say the highlight of my trip was actually meeting more team out right <laughs> it was great it was really, mm -hmm. i think i think it's funny because like Teresa and i we've discovered like we have very similar interests <laughs> like this weekend we're like we like like all of the same things <laughs> so <laughs> that was great because i've only ever like talked to you and like very short snippets at the office yeah the pandemic kind of thing. But I think my one of my favorite highlights of the weekend 
and this is kind of the other side of um of these kind of festivals is we always host like a meetup and it's always really fun but this time we hosted a meetup that was very successful <laughs> i was it was so successful to the point that i was very nervous it was going to be too successful because i was like i don't like i don't want to like the cops to notice that we're there kind of situation because <laughs> it was unofficial shall we say but we hosted a meetup in marion square which is a lovely public square uh park like grass area um in charleston right down by where every all the y'all fest festivities are happening and we had over 50 people show up to like hang out and eat snacks and be nerds and we played our outkick game etc and gave away a bunch of things and it was really really fun and people seemed hyped to be there and uh it was definitely our most successful meetup we've ever had. And um, it just kind of showed like how how successful with these things would be and how people are excited to come see us. It's really, it was really cool. I was wondering whether you were going to go with the Smackdown or if you were going to go with the meetup as your favorite <laughs> highlight. Because <laughs> Smackdown was so good. Corey was hyping this up for me and I was like, is Smackdown really that good? I was howling <laughs> the whole time. It was so yeah. funny. <laughs> If you didn't know, SmackDown is like the final event at Y'all Fest, and they've been doing SmackDown for years and years. And basically, it's where most of the authors who attend come together and play like silly games, and it kind of gets inappropriate at times, and it's it's just hilarious. And everybody just kind of lets loose and has a fun time. And I think as as a YA fan, I tell everybody who goes to Y'all Fest to do their best to go to SmackDown because it genuinely like humanizes these people so much for you very fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I um, I did manage to put up a couple of clips from it on our stories, which I now have put on a Instagram story highlight. So if people want to go and see some of the videos of the chaotic energy, they are there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was amazing. My favorite bit was the the Twilight kind of Jacob and Edward as a couple kind of yeah. cut that they did. That was hysterical. I didn't realize I was actually now pro them as a couple. We can discard Bella. Yeah, who knew, right? <laughs> yeah, so I uh, highly recommend go check out our highlights for that because, yeah, I think I was like crying. I was laughing so hard. I don't know how I'm going to look Solomon in the face again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he did reply back to my stories after I put up about it. He was he was happy that we enjoyed it. He was happy we enjoyed it. I was like, I think I called him an icon. <laughs> I think that's the only way to describe that situation. That nails it, yeah. I just never thought that I'd see him. And his wonderful assistant, June, is was one of the people doing it with him. And I was not expecting them to twerk in my face. But I'm glad that it happened. I think they twerked multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. I actually saw them after I was left by my lonesome in Charleston on Monday. <laughs> I saw them in the cafe and I was like, it'd be weird if I shouted over it. <laughs> so I chickened out. <laughs> Should have been like, I love your dancing. You were fantastic. <laughs> they're not authors anymore. They're dancers. Yes. They were so professional about it too. Like I, I went to someone's Instagram page. I man, the amount of training they did for that it was like insane. I know. <laughs> They went hard. It was great. Well, it was like a 10 minute dance number. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know how they remembered it all. <laughs> Taylor Swift could never. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, that was another good game that I really enjoyed, which was the YA or Taylor Swift. And they wrote out either lyrics or a quote from a YA novel. And you had to guess yeah. whether it was Taylor Swift or YA. And that was really funny. And I would love to do like something like that on our Instagram. That would be really fun. <laughs> We should totally do it and and tag Chloe, Chloe Gong. <laughs> yeah, Chloe Gong smashed it. I actually told her that on Instagram as well. 
Because <laughs> I tagged them in the SmackDown stuff because it was so fun. I actually think that my favorite thing about Y'all Fest is Sophie DMing all the authors on the Owl Crate Instagram to be like, you were amazing and being like, you're a hype girl. <laughs> I was hyping them all. It was great. I, uh, yeah, I tagged them in all of it. I hope they enjoyed it. Everyone loved it. It was great. I feel like as well, one of my favorite things about going to these events, and I noticed this as well. I feel like I noticed this more because I saw some of the authors earlier on, like Stephanie Garber and Cassandra Clare, um, when they did some events over here in Scotland. And then when I saw them in Charleston, they remembered who I was. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. And I was like, oh, wait, these are humans. Like, I feel like sometimes in the book community, we forget, we kind of put authors up on a pedestal and they're just really lovely, down to earth people who are actually happy to talk to you. Yeah. no matter how big they are and I, I really loved that about that like we had some really great chats with like Holly Black and Cassandra Clare and like a ton of other authors I'm probably forgetting so many that we actually had good natters with um, and that was one of my favorite things. Outside of the authors I think another great thing is like this time we got to meet like some of our subscribers who have been oh like, yeah subscribed to us like shout out Caitlin hi hi uh, <laughs> who, like, we love you <laughs> shout out to Laura yeah oh yeah Laura so many people um but we got to meet in person for the first time you know these people who've been interacting with us for like literally years and to actually just like hang out with them and you know chat and be nerds like we are and we actually brought down 200 Alcrate tote bags and handed them out to people in line and stuff throughout the day we ran out really early in the day um so next year hopefully we'll bring some more but yeah it was fun to just also just like meet up with you know walking around and like I mean we weren't subtle about who we were because we had sweatshirts that literally said team Owl. <laughs> um, <We did. laughs> but you know people knowing what Alcrate who Alcrate was because you know this is a very Owlcrate, it feels like it's huge, and it is huge. But if you go somewhere that's not bookish, chances most people aren't going to know the brand. <laughs> They're also going to be confused about the book industry in general, and a subscription yes, yeah. book box mm -hmm. just goes straight yeah. over their head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's cool to be in this situation where it's like, oh, this 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 word Owlcrate means something in this setting, and people are excited that we're there and excited to talk to us and stuff. So. It was really fun to talk to people. And I feel like we all just loved giving away stuff and giving out the totes. Yeah. And we spotted so many different owl crate things out in the wild. Mm -hmm. Teresa, you spotted so many things. You were like, that umbrella is from this box. And I'm like, yeah. damn, girl. <laughs> the fact that people are like using these products, I like obviously with like how many subscribers we have, I know that people are using our things. But at the same time, to see them out in the wild is just so cool. We saw like the, we, what did we see? We saw like an umbrella, we saw totes, we saw like the Raven Boy totes, we saw the Cool Prince lots tote from the January. Yeah, lots of, of pins. An umbrella, which was, yeah. what box was that from? You that knew was, that straight away, I feel like when you saw it. I'm pretty sure that was from 2019, which was before I joined on. You did your research before you joined. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say another highlight would be meeting Words and Whimsy Mods, who were really cool to hang out with during the weekend, but they were also super helpful. Mm -hmm. So special yes. shout out to Elizabeth and Jenny. Yeah. Oh, it was so and lovely Aaron, to meet them both. And Aaron, who we used yes. as our, our postal stop on the way to Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was nice to have people who had our back when we needed something and things like that. Because as much as like we were going down to create content and hang out with people, it seems like four people would be enough. <laughs> but sometimes you do, you do need a helping hand. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, it was really fun. I know for us, we were all very tired 
because we traveled so far and obviously I know Corey you had all the trouble <laughs> traveling could you catch a flight on time could you even get one that wasn't cancelled no <laughs> no I messaged our chat uh, our, our Yalfest chat and I was like I spent more time getting to and from Charleston than in Charleston which is just ridiculous. <laughs> which is silly. <laughs> I love how it took, it was harder for you than it was for me to get there, which is just crazy. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I didn't have a single flight delay. It was, it was long, but smooth. Yes. Um... I wonder if looking at it though, you both probably traveled, traveled the same distance. No, I think I traveled further. We're going to have to calculate this, but I, you probably yeah, well, did, Corey. I think because of, I live, if you didn't know, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> Hence, it's so hard to get from point A to point B. But we, we did it. We made it work. And I feel like we were tired and I feel like we still made the most of everything. Even going out, like for me, being able to go out and try like barbecue or like certain American food, which was really fun. And we went to an oyster bar and I tried my first oyster and that was an experience. <laughs> I, th- I, was like, I was telling people we were Canadians who were in America, Americanizing Sophie. <laughs> yes. We did such a good job. It was a good, it was a good talking point as well for people because I was like, I get to go to Target and Barnes and & Noble and they were like, what? You've never been? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. This is like an exciting thing for me. Sophie goes in her first truck. <laughs> yes. Which was even more of an experience because of the person driving it. So it was great. I felt like I got the experience of the South. You actually got the quintessential Southern man. Yes. And then it was quite amusing when we went, me and Jordan went and grabbed some barbecue after on Saturday. And everyone was fascinated with my accent <laughs> that worked in the barbecue place. And I actually got a gasp, didn't I, Jordan, when they heard my accent, you which did, was quite funny. Actually. We got really excellent service because of that. Thank yes. You. Yeah, I know. I got asked to say water. And I was like, do I say extra posh or do I get a Cockney Cockney slang going? <laughs> I am very used to Sophie and I used to live in the UK. So I understand the novelty a little bit. But I went to get my drink and I come back and Sophie's at the front cash going, water. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, that was a nice English accent there, Jordan. That's the Queen's English. That was good. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sophie. I feel like I had to distinguish because when people are like, oh, where did you travel from? And I'm like, well, Glasgow, because I live up here now. And I was like thinking, well, I need to tell them I'm actually English because they'd be very confused with the accent that is not Scottish. I feel like I was more confused that you were not speaking in your Essex accent. Yeah, accent that's what I was thinking. Like, Corey, you're very used to a Scottish accent. Yeah, <laughs> especially a Glaswegian accent is a, is a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's a unique one. You can tell it's Glaswegian. So if someone ever writes in a book that the man has a Scottish accent or the person has a Scottish accent, they need to say where the Scottish accent's from because that's going to give you a different vibe of the man or the person in the book, okay? I have to say Barnes & Noble was a religious experience for me. It was, And we ran into Owlcrate fans there, which was great. Yes, we did. And we actually recorded a little challenge with someone as well, didn't we, an Owlcrate subscriber? I think she was really taken aback. Um, shout out to her. She was wonderful. Owlcrate subscribers are really great at like being like, hey, I love Owlcrate. And we're like, cool. Do something for us, please. We'll make it worth your time. <laughs> her name was Ari. I just I just checked oh, cool. because um, she did message saying um, thank you. And she was so happy to meet us. And she did wish us safe travels as well, which was really, really sweet. We were just loving giving out some little freebies to people. Everyone was so lovely. Yeah. I mean, that was that was also a fugue state thing. So my apologies to uh, our bosses here at Owlcrate. We're not entirely <laughs> sure what we gave away that weekend. 
Uh, but everybody loved us, so <laughs> that was fantastic. We we were allowed to give away some stuff, you know. Corey gave it the okay, so <laughs> that's true. It's entirely Corey's fault. Blame everything on Corey. Yeah, now I have the privilege of going through all the DMs and making sure everyone actually gets their prizes. So hold me accountable for that. <laughs> I will actually, because I'm very interested to see exactly how many folks have DM'd us. <laughs> yeah. We were like, you get a sword catcher, you get a sword catcher. We're, we're the ones single-handedly helping Cassie Clare hit the New York Times. Yeah, we're here for that. Because that edition is stunning as well. Speaking of super stunning special editions, uh, one of my highlights of the weekend was also watching Teresa like lose her mind in the best possible way in front of Lee Wardugo. I don't know if people will actually want to see it, but I did record no. <laughs> when she opened and finally saw the Shadow and Bone trilogy that she's been working very, very, very hard on for over a year in the flesh. And there were tears, justifiable tears, though, can I just say. <laughs> It was a good moment, Teresa. It was really nice watching you, being able to talk to Lee about them and see her reaction. And I did record that as well. So hopefully we can share that soon. Mm-hmm. I think we're also waiting on photos from, from Lee because her agent took a bunch oh, of yes. photos. Oh, yes. How did that feel? Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Lee is so, so lovely. And I'm yeah. really glad you were able to have that moment as well because it's been a lot of back and forth for both of you and her agent as well, hasn't it? I'm just really happy how much she loved our additions just because yeah. we've put so much work into it. Would you say it's a lot of work playing within somebody's IP like that when it's that big of a universe? Oh, absolutely. There's also the fact that I know how beloved that fandom is being having been part of it for like about a decade now. And like it's it's not even like a professional thing but as like a personal fan I don't want people to feel let down by what we do and I'm so glad that like everybody's been so enthusiastic about this project and you know and um the amount of DMs we've gotten about this and the impatience that people are showing for the shipping times that's that's all a sign of love and I'm I'm just really ecstatic at how people have received this project as a whole I'm very excited for people to to have them and see them. I mean, I didn't even get to see because Lee didn't open them all, did she? We just yeah. we just opened, I think it was Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite intrigued to what Lee's um reaction is gonna be to the second and third book as well. Because you see under the dust jacket and you get to see the stencil edges in real life and they're stunning. Oh and the they dust are jacket so art. Mm. Oh yeah so foiled it's so shiny I, I did appreciate everybody else in line being like what editions are those and then somebody <laughs> was like I will create special editions and then Syl was like do not show anyone and we're like okay that's a, that's a hard ask for Tom Holland but I'll do my best hey the covers and the stenciled edges you know they have already been shown on Instagram to be fair the mock-ups have been shown yeah and we behaved ourselves. we weren't like walking down the line like showing them off so <laughs> yeah it's fine it's like uh the moment <laughs> we were like can we spoil something at the meetup and Teresa got the okay to spoil what our december book was gonna be for adult and then we were like don't tell anyone and then literally two days later jordan shared a, um tiktok or someone TikTok. spoiling it yeah yeah they're like out team outcrate confirmed it was this book and we're like <laughs> Come on, we said keep it in the family. Let's not be sharing. What I really appreciated though is that the TikTok person who did share that actually has a massive following. Yeah. Oh. oh. It's I was fine. Like, oh, everyone, no. everyone knows. Every, the emoji hints were great. The spoiler counts. No, it's fine. 
and we didn't get in trouble so that's okay I feel like I feel like we're also enablers because I was like, just say Teresa, just tell them you're like, no, I have no, I to like, ask first. I'm like, ask for forgiveness. <laughs> Both Sophie and I are like, let's just do this and see where it lands. And Teresa's like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa reigns us in, it's fine. They all stress me out sometimes and I'm just like, am I allowed to say this? I will say so, one thing, you did not give in to our peer pressure. You still asked first. Yeah, you're you're a really good person, Teresa. <laughs> I feel like we also talked our way into another thing that weekend. And somehow I remember this as like a core memory that I don't remember what I asked, but I do remember being in a room with Cassie, Holly, Rebecca Ross, and Tracy Dion. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot about this situation. <laughs> I didn't. Rem- I don't remember what I asked, but apparently I interviewed them, and I have the recording to prove it. I can't wait to share that. That was that was all Teresa, and mm-hmm. they're all and their amazing agent. Yeah, with Joanna. Is Joanna mm-hmm. their agent? So Joanna leads New Leaf, which is their like agency essentially. So shout out to Joe for you know getting us in. Honestly, lovely so lovely and Joanna helped us go see Lee and give Lee the books and we also managed to go and see all these amazing authors before the end panel of the weekend right Mm -hmm. we should send Joanna like a fruit basket (laughs) a book basket yeah that was that was insane I feel like that was a serious highlight as well because afterwards we then got to sit in the VIP section when they did their panel yeah which which we also skipped out of because Sophie and I had a, an interview with Maureen Johnson, which is actually one of the highlights of our trip. But I don't think we can share that on social media. I feel like that was the most unexpected, unhinged <laughs> moments of the weekend. And I, I wish Teresa and Corey were there to experience it. And I now have, I feel like I can say this on the podcast, I now have the words cocaine and cheese forever written in my, <laughs> my book from Maureen Johnson. <laughs> and it shall be a prized possession for the rest of my life. <laughs> I also think she wrote, thanks for the cheese. Yeah. It was great. So yeah, that was our vibe for the weekend. Dinner with friends. Lee Bardugo's amazing. Cocaine and cheese forever. Thank you to everybody who listened to our episode of Lost in Plots. Remember to rate and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join us next time where Corey and I are going to be discussing everything to do with the Nest's one year anniversary. I'm not nervous at all, Corey. (laughs) It'll be amazing. I'm excited. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you.